You bet it is uh, six minutes after 7 o'clock here on the Employment Hour. Phone lines already open for your calls. Looking forward to uh, speaking with you tonight, 416-870-6400-STAR-640. On your cell is the way to call in, or if you prefer, one triple eight two two five talk That is toll-free. Help at employmenthour.com. Later on the show, we... Uh, We'll try to get to some of your emails. If you have concerns about your job, your boss, maybe it's a pal you're calling for family members, a little bashful, not sure who to call. This is the show to call, as you know, and get some uh, some answers happening. What's uh, what's going on with you tonight, pal? John, it's uh, always a pleasure to be here. And what's going on is that uh, today I've had a busy day, actually, mm. and, and a busy week so far. I've spoken with so many people today up until pretty much uh, the time we went on air answering questions, answering emails, talking to people on the phone, and, and that's what I do day in and day out. I answer questions here on, on air, and I spend the rest of my week answering questions live and, and, and in person uh, on the phone and, and email. So if you have a workplace question, take advantage. I'm, I'm the, the answerer. I don't know. If that, is, is, that a, is that a job description, John? It is now. Answerer? Yeah, yeah. No it severance, but yeah, it's a job description. Yeah. <laughs> Good. So take advantage of the fact that, that John and I are both here to, to talk to, answer your questions about employment law and hopefully help help alleviate any concerns that you have about things that may not be going the way you want maybe you you're wondering if your boss can do something they said something and and you're, you're worried about what this means for your job your job security do you have rights well yeah you do and i can tell you exactly what those are call us right now we're here uh, for till 8 o'clock, almost quarter to 8, to answer those questions. Or if you want to reach out to me by email or to call me off air, not a problem. We'll give you my contact information a bunch of times on the show. But to get us warmed up and revved up, John, let me tell you about a couple situations that came across my desk over the past week or so. Uh, first one I'll tell you about. I spoke with a, a lady who worked at a server at a, at a fairly uh, actually well-known restaurant. Mm-hmm. And she had worked the same shift for a number of years. And the nice thing about this particular shift she worked was during kind of prime time, if you know what I mean, when the restaurant was really busy uh, and that allowed her to make a a good amount of money in terms of tips. She was quite happy that she'd done the same shift for, for, for a number of years. Well, recently her boss decided that she wants to hire someone else for that shift, the boss's daughter. Ah. Uh, and she moved this particular employee to a different shift, different times when she was telling me uh, she'll make probably 30% less in tips Ooh. just because the restaurant uh, restaurant is not as busy. Well, essentially then she is taking a big pay cut. Regardless of the reason, whether or not it's nice or fair for, for a, a boss to hire her own daughter, yeah, not nice, but not illegal. What no. made this illegal was the fact that she had her shift change, number one, and her employer, the restaurant, did not have the right to change her hours. She had worked the same hours for years, number one. And number two is the fact that this now means she's getting paid less. Uh, Even though her base pay is still going to be the same, she's going to make less in tips. So what does this mean? Well, constructive dismissal. Just like in many cases we've always talked about, change in hours and this one, change in compensation, makes it even worse. Of course, it's a constructive dismissal. So I thought thought about bringing this up because oftentimes uh, people think that, you know, in the service industry, maybe it's kind of like, you know, the Wild West where there's no rules, there's no laws. No, no, nonsense. The same rules apply. Your employer cannot change the terms of your employment in a significant way. Uh, change of hours, change of responsibilities, change location, change compensation. If they do, you can treat that as a constructive dismissal. You do not have to accept it. 
uh, and you can leave with your full severance. So she's deciding what she wants to do if she wants to leave. But there's an important lesson or lessons there for everyone. If you're in the service industry or any other industry, don't allow the company to change your terms. If you do, you may give them the right to do it again, and that's a huge problem. Yeah, the scary thing is that a lot of uh, owners of these types of establishments probably have no idea they're doing anything wrong, and they're in for a big surprise, right? You know, oftentimes what I hear from employers, and we've had some employers like that call on the show, I uh, say, well, hey, I'm the employer. It's my workplace. Why can't I do what I want? And the, the, the answer is quite simple, because that's what the law says. Yeah. It's, you know, it's easy to get upset at me because I'm the guy on the radio talking about it, but it has nothing to do with me. The law is the law, and no, you cannot do what you want. I may agree or disagree with whether it should be like that, but it doesn't matter what I think. The law is the law, and if the law says you can't do certain things, if you do them anyway, you're breaking the law. 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell to call in, have your questions answered like that. Uh, What else you got going on? Spoke with a gentleman who had uh, been off, uh, off and on disability leaves for about a year. Uh, had a serious condition, and you know it got better, and then kept, kept getting worse, and you know not not unusual. So you'd have to go off every once in a while, uh, sometimes for a few days, sometimes for longer periods of time. At one point, he was off for uh, three months, and the company. And I understand this, you know, as, as a business owner myself, the company got frustrated, and yeah. uh, he was called into a meeting and said, "Listen, we we think that your medical condition." Uh, or, or, or your recent medical absences is preventing you from excelling in your role. So uh, since we don't have another role for you, we're going to let you go. And this gentleman was upset. At the end of the day, remember, he didn't do anything wrong. It's not right. that he chose to be sick. He chose to be on a disability leave. He wanted to get better. He would have much rather be healthy and be at work every day, Monday to Friday, 9 to 5. But he called me and he wanted to know, what, what do I do here? Because, you know, they are right that I have been absent often. Well, here's the thing. As, as difficult as this may be to an employer, what this employer did was completely and totally illegal. Okay? You cannot let someone go because they're struggling with a medical condition. You cannot let an employee go because they've had to take medical leaves or disability leaves. And if that role that they're doing is no longer appropriate for them, you have an obligation to accommodate them. You have to either make that role appropriate or try to find a different role that's more suitable. This company directly terminated the person because of their medical condition. That is not appropriate. That is illegal. And because of that, it's a human rights violation, not to mention they owe him full severance, potentially even more severance because he's not well. It's going to take him longer to find a job than someone else. So I wanted to remind employees and employers out there that despite the disruption that a medical leave may cause in the workplace, you cannot be let go because you're sick. You cannot be let go because you took sick leave. And if you are let go, it's illegal, it's a human rights violation, and an employer is going to have to pay some significant damages. The number 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell, 1-888-225-TALK, toll free. Call now. we got lots of uh, open lines. This is the time you want to get your questions answered. Uh, Lamb, good evening. How are you? Thanks for uh, holding on there for a minute. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Good. What's uh, what's your question, pal? Well, uh, so um, I, I'm a, a construction health and safety uh, coordinator, and I was working with a company for about uh, four months past the past the uh, the, I guess the, the, the period of uh, 
probation. probation. Yeah, and I uh, had actually someone who brought me into the firm, actually, that got received a, a finder's fee for me. And I was just terminated with no reason at all. That was it. I went in for a meeting, and they said, bye-bye. And uh, I don't know. I mean, I've, I did your severance calculator. It says I'm entitled to three to four months, but I, that can't be right, right? I mean... I, that that is completely right, uh, my friend. It, it really is. Short service employees, employees with generally three years or less, are treated disproportionately better than yeah. long service employees. So really. absolutely possible. So you were a health and safety coordinator, and, and, and how old are you? Forty-eight. Yeah, I would have exactly assessed you at anywhere from three to four months of pay. That's exactly what I would assess you at. Now, the only way it's not that, okay, the okay. only way it's not that is if you signed an employment agreement that limits your termination entitlements. Okay. If you yeah. did, then it's possible that you're owed less. But if you did right. not, or if you did sign it and it's not enforceable, there's about 101 reasons why it could be unenforceable, then you're owed three to four months pay. So what I want to do is I want you to reach out to me off air, okay? okay and I, sure. I want you to, to, to uh, uh, call me or email me. I want you to send me a copy of the employment agreement if you had one. We'll sit down and talk because if yeah, you are owed that three to four months I, pay. Yeah, I got the go thing ahead. that I signed before I, I took the, the, the job offer. I got the employment right. agreement. That's, Th what you're talking. that's what I meant, yeah. Yeah, yeah. sure. So I want you to send that to me because if you are, if that doesn't limit you and you're owed three mm -hmm. to four months pay, this could be as easy to resolve as me sending them a, a letter. So, uh, yeah. The severancepaycalculator.com website is correct. I'm glad you used it. I'm glad you called because yeah. you are owed that. Oh, I listen to you religiously, Leo. You're, you're, ah, you're, thanks, my you're friend. Ian, you're a good man. Nice. Okay. Thank you. Thanks, pal. Thanks, Ian, here's that, uh, here's that number, 1-855-821-5900. Again, 1-855-821-5900. There's a case where Ian might have got a week, but no, no. He, uh, he listens and he uses a calculator. To his advantage, and he's uh, he's multiplied that uh, that number significantly. And yeah, it, I can understand why he didn't think it was true because he's like, well, I didn't work there that long. Why should I get so much severance? John, if you and I went on the street right now, we asked fifty people, fifty people. Uh, uh, Ian worked for four months. He was let go. What should he get? Or, or is one week appropriate? They would have said, yeah, he's even lucky to get a week. How right. many of those, John, do you think would think a week is appropriate? All, all 50, unless they're an employment lawyer. right? Yeah, I, I think that yeah. probably 50 out of 50 or 49 out of 50 would have said, yeah, a week is just fine. Well, no, not only is it not fine, it's not even close. You know, three months is 13 weeks. Uh, you know, four months is about 17. So we're, that's the difference. It's 13 times more than what he actually was given. Uh, that's why it's so important to get advice. That's why it's so important to go to severancepaycalculator.com. Uh, if not, I mean, I, I don't know how much he earns, but I'm pretty sure the difference between a week and four months pay for Ian is significant. And like we always say, these things are not tough to, to, to deal with, especially when they're in your hands. They're just, they, they're really quick. They wrap up. It's not like, it's not family law. It's not family law. It's not criminal law. It's not corporate yeah. law. It, it is easy to resolve because guess what? As soon as I contact the company, they're going to consult with their own lawyer who's going to tell them, yeah, guess what? Lior's <laughs> right. So let's just resolve this. So don't worry about it. And, and Ian, I'm glad he made the call. If you're in that situation or any situation where you lost your job, you have to reach out as well. Uh, accommodation based on family status, that's where we're going to go after we uh, we take a short break here. Again, we're going to give you lots of time to get the phones uh, lit up. In fact, let me uh, let me get to Mike, I think, quickly here. If we have to, we'll put him on hold, but we'll start off. Michael, thanks for uh, for calling in. How are you? Hey, good. Thanks. Good, buddy. What's uh, what's on your mind? Uh, I'm on the radio right now. Yes, you, you sure are. Okay, cool. I'll make sure yep. I don't see anything bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> good, good strategy. Yeah, yeah, yeah really. Yeah. 
my my son and a, a bunch of other guys were working for a very small business owner in the service industry, and uh, he called them all in for a staff meeting uh, about a week ago, and wrote down a number on a piece of paper of all the money they had apparently stolen off them. Okay, he had a total sum of what he's missing and in individual amount that everybody had stolen off him. And the numbers were ridiculous because one guy had been there for a week and he apparently stolen $500 from the till. So it was a bit silly. So I, I, I talked to my son. He was really upset. And I asked him, you know, did you, did you take anything? He goes, no, I got none of it, no way. So um, he fired him right there, fired him all right there, called him all in and fired him. And so I called the owner, and I had a conversation with him. I said, first of all, I called the police uh, to see if there's any kind of uh, kind of extortion, because he said to the co- uh, to my son and at all, if you don't pay me within a week, I'll call the police and you'll be put in jail. Now, some of the kids are 17, 18. They were terrified, right? And so I called the owner. I said, you can't do that. You can't threaten people to pay you money or you'll get them in trouble. I called the police services, and they agreed with me and said, yeah, that, you know, it's, it's a form It's of actually, extortion. by the way, a, a criminal offense to do that, by the way. I wow. th- and the cop said it's a form of extortion. And so kudos to the boys. They all walked to the labor board, and they said, well, you got to go to the police station in the district. And they went there, and the police said, yeah, there's something that's not right. And the cops are looking at me and goes, yeah, all seven of you show up. Like, obviously, there's something going on here. So, anyways, he fired them all. I called the guy individually, and I told him, buddy, you can't do that. Like, I, I've had business. You can't do that. And he said, uh, well, you know, I'll pay your son tomorrow. And he did end up paying my son for the hours he worked the last two weeks. And some of the guys, I think most of them got paid because he said that, you know, the dads were threatening them and all this stuff. And this is what he Michael, said. how long did uh, your son work there for? Uh, well, it's, he's a student, so it was this summer from probably, oh, I'm looking at May, maybe, June, till last week, and then he worked last summer for the guy. So so here's the thing. Uh, obviously, yeah. if your your son didn't do it, let's let's assume that he didn't, uh, that, yeah. that he's obviously yeah. telling the truth, then right. obviously there's no cause to let him go, but right. ultimately this whole thing comes down to severance. Mm-hmm. So he's allowed right. to let him go even if he suspects that he's stealing so long sure. as he says, you know, yeah. I'm just going to pay you severance. Now, given yeah. the fact that it's a, a short service job, he's a student job, yeah. he's probably not going to be owed much. Maybe right. a couple of weeks pay. Yeah, so as, yeah. as a practical matter, I mean, he, to pursue it may not make a lot of sense just as a practical yeah. matter. Uh, it, it's not something that makes a lot of sense to pursue. It, it is wrong and it's illegal. Don't get me yeah. wrong. Yeah. But over the two weeks pay at the kind of a student rate, probably yeah. not practical. It's probably four or five hundred bucks tops. Yeah. Yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah. So you know, that, yeah. that's kind of the, the, the thing. Yeah. There. I just want to validate. Like my son came to me. He said, you know, like I, I was telling your, your guy on the phone. Hey, you know, I was eighteen, nineteen. I would have walked away. I said, oh, well, right. whatever. Guy's a jerk. But my son's pretty pissed off by the language. And you said that. I I don't like people saying those things about me. Yeah, so I can't blame you. Can't blame you. He, he's filed uh, him and all the guys got together and they all filed individually with the labor board. I think. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Mike, appreciate the call. We're going to uh, take a short break and uh, give you some time to get a call on yourself. Four one six eight seven zero sixty four hundred star six forty on cell. You got till about uh, ten to eight to get your calls in here, ask your questions. Love having you on the air as well. Four one six eight seven zero sixty four hundred star six forty on cell one triple eight two two five. Talk that is toll free. Moving on to uh, to Larry. Hey, Larry, thanks for hanging on. Good evening. 
Good evening. Thank you very much for taking my No worries. Call. You're very welcome. Go ahead. I, I worked for a company for 28 years as a commission salesman. The company was sold. The new owners that bought it ran the company the way the old owner did for the first six months. Then they came to all the sales reps and came with an employment letter. Part of the employment letter said that we can let you go for any reason, for no reason, pay you for two weeks, and that's yep. it. Yep. Now, they were taken to court in Barrie by a company they bought out in Barrie, and the judge deemed that this employment letter was illegal, and they were fined $40,000 for the employment letter. Now, what I want to know, because they let me go, because I wouldn't sign the employment letter if I'm entitled to 28 years of severance. Uh, you're entitled to severance for, for your 28 years. It's not 28 years of severance. No, uh, for my, for my yes. 28 years of So, So you, you, started, you continued working there when the business was sold. When the business was actually sold, you didn't sign any employment agreement or job offer letter. Is that right? Correct. Now, when you, when they let you go recently, what did they pay you? The, at that point, they made us employees. They paid us a salary for one week, and then let us go. So, so in terms of any severance, quote unquote, that they paid you, they've paid you one week's pay. Huh. One week, one week salary. Wow. Which okay. Wasn't, wow. Was wasn't equivalent to the commissions, but right, just one week of base salary, not that including commission. Well, right. here's the here's the thing, Larry. Uh, when they bought the business, they inherited your 28 years of service. They're allowed to let you go for not signing the employment agreement. They're absolutely allowed, but they have to pay you your severance. And for you, after 28 years, my friend, you get two years pay, 24 months pay. Okay, so not even right. debatable there. So th there's literally no possibility for them to avoid paying that so you've been wrongfully dismissed you're on another two years pay because and when i say two years pay i mean based on your average earnings so salary plus commission plus benefits everything which, you would which, have had as which, an employee which was over a hundred thousand dollars a year well then two years is over two hundred thousand dollars right so yes right. You, you need to and you must get off the phone here and call me or email me at the office john here is going to give you my contact information let's you and i sit down and, and, and talk about it okay. in detail and, and, I, and i'll and, get that for and, you and i also have 13 other sales that would come see you well yeah. i would love to speak to them as well have them connect with me and don't wait on this because if you find a job in the interim it could reduce your entitlements we want to act on this quickly okay right okay Thanks, Larry. I, uh, I'll give you the number right now, so uh, so grab a pen and spread this around 13 times, actually 14, including yourself. Uh, 1-855-821-5900. Again, Larry, 1-855-821-5900 to get a hold of Leor and his crew. Yeah, don't wait on it. Get on it. Should be all over that like a, a cougar on a crippled chicken. It is help at employmenthour.com. That is the email address. There is still plenty of time, of course, for you to call in and get some uh, some solutions happening. In that regard, moving on to uh, Jeff. Hey, Jeff, thanks for hanging on through that call. How are you, pal? Excellent, excellent. Um, so as a commissioned uh, salesperson selling home improvements, um, quit, quit the position, um, but there was jobs that have still gone through afterwards after i've left um that i'm aware of 
that I, I worked on but didn't didn't close or didn't officially sell at that time. Um, am I entitled to any commission on those projects? You would only be entitled to commissions, Jeff, on, on projects that you you finished your work on. If the money, even if the money came in after you left, you'd be entitled to commissions, but you would have had to finish your role in that transaction. If you, you started working on the project but didn't finish it because you left in the meantime, then you wouldn't get it. Uh, if you did everything you had to do from beginning to end, uh, then yes, you would get commissions. Okay, so so the, let's say it was a $10,000 job. Um, I made it the proposal, which is really where it ends. The people later on, a month or two later, have gone ahead with the work um, and done the, done the work as it said. Would I get my full commission on that? And then the other other scenario is I know of a job that went through where the work changed on the job. Would I get any commission on that? So in the first scenario, if, if you put in the proposal, that's the proposal that was ultimately accepted and that the work was done based on that proposal. So even if you were there, there really would have been nothing else for you to do. Then the answer is yes, you should absolutely get the commissions. Now, okay. with respect to the, the second scenario where the work has changed, presumably they had to get someone else involved in it. So I, I would say in that one, you, you don't have as strong an argument uh, to get commissions. But okay. on the first one, you do. And if you want my help, I'll be more than happy to, to sit down with you and talk about it and help you get those commissions for sure. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Jeff. Appreciate that. And moving on, you know, one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred is the uh, the number you want to use. Let's bounce down to uh, to Joe. Hey, Joe. Good evening. How are you? I'm not too bad. How are you? We're uh, we're hanging in there, my friend. Uh, what's going yeah. on with you? What's your concern? <laughs> my concern is uh, I've been working for a company for about fifteen years, and my and my question is is. Uh, like um, the owner of the company uh, seems to be not applying the work load like he should be, and I have a feeling he's intentionally trying to bankrupt the company and make it so that he doesn't have to pay severance. Can he do that? Like bankrupt the company and then intentionally and then not pay the severance if if he just says, "Okay, company's broke, and now we uh, we don't have to pay you." Excellent no. question. Excellent question. Yeah. If right. he is doing it intentionally, and if he's right. essentially trying to move the money around so that the company looks like it doesn't have money and then avoid paying you, then right. guess what? If he does that, then he personally becomes liable for paying the severance. Personally. Right, right. So, he, it, it, so it doesn't help him. Now, obviously, no. we would have to be able to establish that that's what he did. But if we can right. establish that that's what he did, no, no. He doesn't save a dime. In fact, his money, his assets uh, will become, uh, you know, subject to uh, having to enforce against them. So yeah. if, if you ever lose your job and if we and if the company is, quote unquote, bankrupt, but you can show me that he kind of did that to avoid paying. No, no, we can go after him personally. Not a problem. So how how would I go about range, arranging that? How, how can we find out? How can we assure that that's what he's doing? <laughs> well, once once the company is bankrupt, there's going to be some some documents that have to be filed to 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 make that bankruptcy happen. And right. in those documents, there's going to be information as to who the money is owed to and why and when it became owed, and and right. that may give us a good idea as to what happened, how they got to that point. Right. Uh, but there's nothing much that you can do proactively. Uh, right. 
if and when the situation happens, hopefully it doesn't. But if it does right. happen, then we'll have to look at it and deal with it at that point. Uh, oh, great. Okay. And then I could contact you guys. Of course. Absolutely. Okay. Happy to talk to you. Absolutely, Jack. That is the way to go. Write that number down and keep it one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. In the meantime, you still got time to call here to the radio station. Ask your questions. That's a four one six eight seven zero sixty four hundred star six forty on your cell. Jack, thank you for hanging on. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. Good, Jack. What's your concern, pal? Um, okay, what happened was my wife got uh, transferred to the United States and uh, oh. under an L-1 visa, and I was allowed to enter the United States under an L-2 visa, but what you need is an EAD work permit to actually be able to work in the States. Now, I've been employed with the same company for four years. Um, they were aware of the situation. They said if I can't get approved to work in the States, then I would be coming back to work. And I was on the schedule. I had uh, a few a few shifts earlier on in the year, and I said I'll be available to cover, you know, um, anybody's vacation leaves and all that sort of thing. And they were all fine with that. Now I've just realized I can no longer clock in, and I've been terminated. And uh, also, they didn't even give me my T four this year. I had to actually go into the uh, establishment to get it. They didn't even try to mail it out or anything like that. So. I'm so, just wondering, so, I've just, I, yeah. I, essentially I've been let go without any notification. I just know I can't check scheduling anymore or any of that sort of thing. Now, it, so what it's not clear to me, when you were let go, were you working here in Ontario or were you working in the States? No, no, I've never been working in the States. I was working in Ontario for the same company for four years until March of this year. And then I came with my wife down to the States, letting them know, you know, I, I will return to Canada if, uh, if in fact, I can't get the EAD certification. And then they, they were fine with that. And, uh, you know, and then all of a sudden, I don't know how it happened, but all of a sudden now I'm, I've been terminated with no verbal or written communication. I just can't get into the... Um, so, so what happened what, what happened from March on when you were no longer here, you were now in the States, were you mm-hmm. not doing work for the company? No, I was not, but I said I would make myself available if they had ships, if they okay. needed coverage or any of so, that. So ultimately then, in the eyes of the law, you would have been considered to have to have quit, to have resigned, because you're the one ultimately, obviously, decided to, to, to go into the States, join your wife in the States, and no longer uh, work with the company the way you did. So there was no legal obligation on them to allow you to continue working either from the States or, or to okay. accommodate you. I still you do in, have a residence in, a in Canada, though. I still do have a residence in Canada. No, no, that's, it's not a question of, of that. It's a question oh, okay. of if you decide you're not going to work anymore because you're in the States, so you can't work the way you have, then essentially what you've done at that point is you've quit, right? But, no, but I never said I would not work. I said if you need me, I will come in, no problem. I had told them it was contingent. I just said, you know, I'm, I'm, I can be, be back to work, no problem whatsoever, at, at your, at whenever you want me to be there. Okay, and so, that's so not an issue, before but you tell. moved, before you moved to the states, were you working Monday to Friday, nine to five? Um, yeah, more or less. Uh, it was more of a swing shift, um, uh, probably four days a week, but longer hours. Okay, so now it's March. You've moved to the states, and they say, "Okay, yeah, no problem. Continue working the way you have." What What do you mm-hmm. do then? Because you can't. Oh, you're in the no. states. 
No, 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 no. They never called me in for any shifts. I said I would make myself available for any kind of shifts that they wanted. And I think they were they were trying to downsize personnel okay. at the time as well. Um, but I, I would just let go without any notification. So yeah, I'm but wondering uh, what I'm not understanding is, is how would that have worked? You're in the States now. The company is here. And they said, we want you to come in and do your regular four days a week. You would have gone back and forth between Canada and the U.S. to work no those problem. four shifts? Yeah, I see. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So from yeah, your perspective, would, whether you lived here or there, everything was uh, was uh, status quo for you. Yes. I see. I get it now. Okay, good. So in that situation, until I got my EAD, I, I was wanted to I keep see. my foot in there until I got my approval to actually start looking for work in the United States, which I still haven't gotten. So I was more than willing to, you know, I, I, but they didn't. They didn't schedule me because I know that they had cut back hours for several other right. departments. Right. I understand. I understand. Yeah. So and then, the and then they just let me go willy-nilly without any kind of notification, nothing. Okay. So, so to the extent that your availability really didn't change, you know, you, you were willing to do the, the travel, whatever is required to work your usual shift. Then yeah. that is a termination 100%. And you said you were there for four years? Yes. So you'd probably be looking at something north of six months' pay that they owe you here. Uh, okay. And that's you know ultimately they're allowed of course to let you go but they have to pay you severance or, or to give you sure. notice which they didn't so okay. you've been wrongfully dismissed so what I want you to do then is I want you to reach out to me off air as I was telling a previous uh, caller let's uh, sure. connect let's discuss it and let me help you get that easily six months pay could be even a bit higher than that excellent thank you very much I gave your the, uh, your fellow my contact information Perfect. but I will contact you guys as well thank you very much terrific thank you Okay. Beautiful, nicely. That was that was that was confusing. What uh, what was going on there? But ultimately, he's still working for Canadian companies, so he's under their laws, right? Hey, listen. If, if he says it doesn't matter, you know, if I live here or I live there, from my perspective, I'm still working the same shifts, and I'll if I have to to, to commute six hours each way, that's on me. To the extent right. that that's what he's saying, yeah, they can't decide. No, you're not going to do that. We're going to let you go. That's a termination. So right, they right. owe him severance and. Whether he lives here or in the States, it does not change that. Uh, he's wrongfully dismissed. No question about it. 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell. is a number. you still got a bit of time here to call through and ask your question. Steve, good evening. Good evening. Thank you for taking my call. Long time listener, sure. first caller. Beautiful. Uh, my concern is it's not for myself. I live in Newmarket, and there's a local grocery store, a Freshco Newmarket, if I can say the name. I've been a loyal customer for 10 years, and I recently found out that as of October 26th, the store is closing and switching over to a farm boy chain. Uh, there's about 50, 60 employees. Metal, many of them, their English is not that great, have been working there for 10-plus years. One of the cashiers who I know regularly there was in tears the other day telling me that Sobeys told them they were hired as part-time employees, even though they're working 50, 60 hours. And for 10 years of severance, all they were offered each was $3,000, take it or leave it, and there's the door. And well, I've tried to, I'm sorry to interrupt you, I've tried to explain to them, I listen to your show, reach out to you, many of them are scared, uh, their English is not that great. My question is, are you allowed to go into a place of business to try and, you know, reach out to these 40, 50 employees, or that's not allowed? Are you asking if I'm allowed, or is just someone yeah. generally allowed? If you are someone from your firm... Well, no. I mean, I, I, I can't, I can't be doing that. It's kind of, you know, it's essentially ambulance chasing, and I, I don't mean okay. that in a, you know, in that way. But let me ask you this: these individuals, mm -hmm. 
uh, are they losing their jobs or are they going to continue working with the, with the new company that's coming in? They were all let go and they were told they have to reapply for the jobs. I got it. Okay. So if in fact they're 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 not necessarily continuing, then of course you know that you listen to the show. Of course they're owed severance, and it's going to be a heck of a lot more than three thousand dollars. It could easily be in the tens of thousands of dollars. So yep. I, I I don't know what to tell you other than you got to get them to just make a phone call and yeah, you know I even it, you know what I mean. It's I just wrote, a phone call. Yep. Yeah, I wrote down your number, your name on a piece of paper, gave it to the cashier, and she almost put it shamefully in her pocket and said. You know, there's nothing anybody can do. We don't speak good English. I said, no, 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 no. Like, this does not sit well with me. And, and the, the other thing is this. Uh, it, it's what you need to make it convey. This is because people are afraid of the idea of going to court, that mm-hmm. this resolves without having to go to court. It, could, yeah. it, it likely is as simple as me sending a, a one-page letter to their, uh, to, to, to their previous employer, and that resolves it. So... It yep. shouldn't be something that they're intimidated by. I, I, I can't go in there and say, hey, here I am, call me. Okay. Uh, they yep. need to reach out to me, and, and all I can do is maybe show them the severance calculator uh, so okay. that they know actually in dollars what they potentially could be owed, legally owed. Uh, mm-hmm. But beyond that, I, I, I can't force them to, to reach out to me. I hope they do, and I'll be more than happy to help them if they do. Okay, thank you so much. I'm going to go in again and hopefully get the point across because I told them don't sign anything until they reach out to you. You got Anyhow, it. Thank you. Thank you for taking my call. Have a nice evening. You too, Steve. Uh, appreciate that. You're a, you're a good pal for for doing that. It's just man, it's frustrating because you know it's the old you know you can lead a horse to water, can't make him drink thing. But it's like man, they just they just make a phone call. That's all it is. Make a phone call. Not going to cost anything. Make, make a, a phone, phone call. call. Wow. Yeah. Can you imagine 50 employees and you know combined they could be owned hundreds of thousands potentially yeah. in, in severance. I hope they make the call. I'm there to help them, but they need to reach out. Let's. Uh, I think we got time to slide into an email here. We do indeed. Uh, Jessica says, uh, "I'm the only woman on the shop floor in my company, and I'm constantly put down and subjected to, to demeaning comments. I've spoken to my boss. Nothing's been done. Uh, do I have no choice but to quit?" Well, you you may ultimately have to quit, but in the eyes of the law, that's actually not a resignation. That's yep. considered determination. She is clearly being mistreated. She's being harassed. If if you know she is a woman, and that's why that that's actually sexual harassment if it's tied to to her gender. Uh, no one, man, woman, uh, young, old, uh, no job should have to take that. No one should have to work in an environment where they're being mistreated, put down, harassed, made fun of, what have you. That's illegal. So she did the right thing. She tried to resolve it, but nothing happened. Well, now it's time to get her out of there. Now it's time to get her compensation. So what I want you to do is this. I don't want you to quit yet. I want you to call me. Let's talk about how we do that. There are a couple things I want us to do to document it, okay? But what you described sounds like harassment and likely sexual harassment. Either way, it's a, it's a constructive dismissal. It could also be a human rights violation. So there's a lot at stake here. So reach out to me as soon as possible. I'll help you deal with it. We'll wrap it up with Leslie. He says, I work for a very large retailer and was let go with six months severance after 10 years of employment. I assume that this was fine, but after using your uh, severance pay calculator, it says I should get 12 months severance. Can this be? It, it can, and it is. And, you know, I told yeah. the call, I think it may have been Ian right at the top of the show, that, you know, he, he didn't realize that he could be owed four months pay after working for four months. Yes, it can be. It is. I'm glad she used it. Hopefully, what, she, what Leslie hasn't told us is if she actually signed off on that six-month offer. 
because if she did, unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to help her. Yeah. So yes, after all these years, you you would be owed likely a, a year's pay. That's double what you've been offered. It's uh, you. It's on you to determine how much you're or, or or to to make the inquiries to get that advice. The company is not going to tell you, not going to tell you what you're owed. So call me. Let's talk about it, and I'll help you get the 12 months that you're owed. And we'll uh, we'll hold it up there. It's a, a good way to wrap it up. Some interesting phone calls. A lot of people that need to reach out to you. And that number again: one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. Help at employmenthour dot com through email and severancepaycalculator dot com. Back here on the weekend shows, and of course, Employment Hour at thirty happens on Global TV and CTV on your weekend morning. So make sure you check those particular TV programs out. We are done, but Alex Pearson coming right back with On Point. This is Global News Radio.